and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Tusk, known in real life as Adam Chalk, and I'm here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. So why not go ahead, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome to the NXT review, as I talk about everything that happened last night on the show. I'm interested to hear what everyone that watched the show thought of it, because I'm pretty undecided. There were some really crap things on the show, as well as uh, some half-decent things. Uh, there was some... Some people stood head and shoulders above everybody else on the show, and some that didn't belong anywhere near the TV, um, especially in that main event, which we'll get to later. But let's get into it. The first match was the great Roxanne Perez beating Indy Hartwell in an okay match. Um, let's start with Indy Hartwell, who they're trying to push as an in-ring veteran who deserves her opportunity, finally. But in my mind, she's far from that. She is great as a comedy sidekick, as she was in the way with Johnny Gargano and... That should be her role because she's great at that. I don't know why they don't have people play to their strengths. In ring, she's not quite so good, if I'm honest. Roxanne Perez, on the other hand, is tremendous in the ring at such a young age as well. She sold brilliantly in this. Her fire up was great with loads of snap behind it. I wish now that mentioning other promotions is allowed in WWE, uh, why not mention she is a former women's world champion in Ring of Honor? I think that would make her feel a little bit bigger than what she does at the moment, or at least as a WWE prospect. You can put her across as someone that's won things elsewhere. She is one of those that is way too good to be in a developmental as NXT is because she would not be out of place at WrestleMania, in my opinion. Hopefully she gets called up soon. We then have those absolute legends meet up to discuss the Iron Survivor Challenge match. We had X-Pac, Molly Holly, Alondra Blaze, Shawn Michaels, real legends. Oh, and uh, Road Dog was there as well, tagging on. <laughs> Duke Hudson backstage reminds Andre Chase that he booted him in the face last week. But to make up for it, he's been collecting signatures to get Andre Chase into the Iron Survivor match. Grayson Waller walks in, takes a piss about Chase U allowing Duke to join them, basically. Good. <laughs> Again. Really entertaining, all this stuff. Dijak then squashes Dante Chen in quite a decent squash. 
Dijak looked good in the ring and vicious with what he was doing, but there are real issues with that character. First of all, he's nowhere near as cool as they think he is with that entrance that he's got. It's not cool at all. Uh, They haven't stripped away enough of the T-Bar character for me. He's still that same character, just without a leather mask in my eyes. The GTS is not the uh, right finisher for him either, because it looks really weird and unnatural. Um, Yeah, the, the whole character sucks, to be honest. He then cut a promo afterwards, which, again, was really bad. Uh, J.D. McDonough was in the Diamond Mine Dojo, giving advice to uh, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley for some reason. Don't know why why he was in there, but... Back to the Hall of Famers again, and this was really bad. As soon as Shawn Michaels says wins and losses don't matter, I was kind of pissed off. They then sat there and evaluated everyone like it was a talent contest or something. Uh, The only one that tried to do his best was X-Pac to sort of try and get people over, but the others were really bad and almost shitting on some of the characters. And somehow I came away from watching this thinking Road Dog was a bigger dick than I already thought he was. What an asshole this guy is. Um, yeah, unfunny. Just, yeah, just a dick. Carry on. The next match was Grayson Waller beating Duke Hudson. And this was actually pretty good. Uh, the match was nothing to sort of shout about but the chase you storyline was good there was a spot where duke hudson was about to boot fear hail in the face after Wallen moved out of the way and he sort of said don't worry i can stop myself at any time andre chasen gets pissed off and shouts at him what do you mean you can stop at any time uh, because of course last week hudson didn't stop and booted chase in the face uh, Hudson obviously being a fake baby face copying Hogan and Dusty Rhodes was really funny. Um, really like it, all this stuff. I think Grayson Waller is another I want to see on the main roster. I think he's tailor-made for it as a piss-taking heel. I think he could be really entertaining. Yeah, decent, albeit short match. Then we get another Javier Bernal, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell segment, which was good, but nowhere near as funny as the last two weeks. He's got a load of merch now, uh, a bat, a pillow, and some cologne or something. Go back to calling out people that can't possibly answer the challenges, I would say. On that note, though, Axiom walks in and says that, I hear you've been challenging me, uh, Javier now says, yeah, but you're injured, so don't worry. Axiom is like, nah, I'm cleared now. And we get a match. Like I said, not as funny as the last couple of weeks, but still entertaining. Keanu James and beat Fallon Henley in the battle for this 
bar storyline crap that we've been getting. And the match was rubbish. And although Henley has something in the ring, I'm completely taken out of it because she literally screams the whole way through her match. It's so off-putting. She could be half-decent if she just stopped doing that. But, yeah, not great. Kiana James has the exact same match every week, and I'm already bored of it. And this is a new character. Hated it. Hated the match. The Hall of Famers are back again. This time talking about the women. And even X-Pac has had enough of Road Dog this time. And then it was meant to be Toxic Attraction versus Caden Carter, Katana Chance and Nikita Lyons. But during Nikita Lyons' entrance... Zoe Starks comes from the back and attacks Lion's knee. Uh, the match gets waved off. Personally, I'm glad that Zoe Stark took her out because I hate that entrance anyway. Um, more on that in a minute. Because then we get a vignette for a new character who used to be a bird or something. That's what I took from it anyway. Lyra Valkyria. If I haven't butchered her name. I think that's what she's called anyway. Electra Lopez gets interviewed backstage. Uh, Who is scripting her bollocks? She said something along the lines of, it's a trend to be an Indy Hartwell fan. Is it? Is it really a trend? Because I've never seen that trending. What a load of shit. Javier Bernal then got beaten by Axiom in a match that went way too long, if I'm honest. I've already put over Big Buddy Harvey and his character, so I'll focus on Axiom. He's great in the ring. I just hope they drop this geeky character, because that sucks. I'm not talking about the mask or any of that, but just the way he talks in the back. Uh, I don't really know what his future is either. Maybe they revisit the Nathan Fraser thing or a potential tag team with him. That would be great. But other than that, I just can't see where he goes from there. I don't see him at this moment being a challenger for North American Championship, neither NXT Championship. So what he actually does, I do not see at the moment. Nikita Lyons is in in with a doctor and she gets you all clear, basically. Nothing wrong with her. Okay. (laughs) The next match saw JD McDonough and Julius Creed fight to a no contest because Veer and Sanger got involved. Pretty much saved Julius Creed from a chair shot from JD. Um, this was trending to a pretty decent standard, I thought. Although I don't really like JD McDonough, he was again pretty good here. Uh, yeah, if he wasn't such a dick, then maybe, maybe this character would get over. Julius Creed is one of the best pure athletes I've seen in a long time. Um, 
he's going to be great on the main roster when he does get there, and he will. But, again, the the finish completely ruined this match for me. Stax and Tony D stopped Dijak from leaving, and I think they tried to recruit him or summon. I guess we'll find out more next week. More scripted crap here as well. Von Wagner then beat Malik Blade in a complete mess of a match. I think Blade knocked him out, himself out uh, when he just nearly broke his neck, to be honest, going for some sort of sunset flip or something, was it? Some kind of roll-up, anyway. He didn't look right at all after that, and he was obviously very lost in the match. And this was a massive step back for Von Wagner as well, because he didn't look good at all. Real shame, because his match with Braun Breaker, was that last week or week before, was really good. Um, so yeah, shame. After the match, Idris and Ofe tried to help Blade, but just gets nailed by a big boot. And then Odyssey Jones comes in and gets rid of Wagner. Obviously, that's the match they're going to go to next. Shawn Michaels then announces the participants for the Iron Survivor Challenge matches. They are Camelo Hayes, Joe Gacy, Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, plus a wild card for the men. And Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, and a wild card for the women. Yeah, as as you would expect, really, I guess. I would take a punt at Von Wagner being in the men's with maybe... Nikita Lyons being in with the women. I think she's in the match for the... There's two triple threat matches. I've completely forgotten who the um, participants in the triple threat is going to be next week. But I'm going to say Nikita Lyons. And then it was the main event where Toxic Attraction did beat Caden Carter, Katana Chance and Nikita Lyons. Parts of this match was decent. Uh, Carter and Chance do some really cool things in the ring, but they're really unlikable as baby faces. I also don't ever think of them as champions, even though they've had that belt for a little while now. Uh, Toxic Traction weren't too bad, but you know what you're going to get from them. Mandy Rose is better on her own by a mile. Uh, the other two are not quite there for me but Nikita Lyons' performance I'm sorry to say was embarrassingly bad she does not belong anywhere near a main event spot and I believe the only reason she is in this spot is because of the old perverts that write this show uh, the finish was so bad she sort of I think the idea was for Nikita Lyons to do some sort of insecurity kick to one of Toxic Attraction. I can't remember. Was it Mandy Rose, maybe? But she sort of just fell in a heap. And then the idea was for her to take the high-low finisher. But for one, she kept moving about. And then just... Uh, I don't even know what she did, she just fell backwards, 
She didn't react to the first, the the low kick. Yes, Toxic Attraction did mistime it, but it was so bad. I haven't seen acting and bumping as bad as this for a long time. So the show ended on a negative for me, and sometimes that is what everyone remembers, but let's face it, nobody's going to remember anything on this show, which renders this podcast all a bit pointless really but i went through it anyway uh but that is your nxt review and as always you can tell us what you thought of the show through our tusk talks wrestling facebook page follow me on twitter i am at adam chalk 8 on there find us on youtube as well now i will be back tomorrow with the aw dynamite review so until then i've been adam chalk thank you for listening and i will see you next time